episode 194. My name is Dave, and I'm joined by Michael. How's it going, Dave? We have an interesting episode uh, to talk about. Uh, this is why we waited to record on Wednesday. We knew this was coming. Yeah. You know, like, Michael, Michael had a feeling. No, I was playing softball last night. That's why yeah, we were yeah. Jason Schreier didn't CC us on his email to PlayStation. I had, I had late softball games. I have recorded after I played softball, but when I play softball at, like, 6.15 and 7.15, and I can be home by 9, I can do it. But when I play games at 8.30 and 9.40, I can't. (laughs) So so that one's on me. So anyway, uh, we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that posts every Thursday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern time, uh, unless something changes that, like, randomly. But usually it's the only thing that changes that are, like, Nintendo Directs, State of Plays, Microsoft events, um, things of that nature. That's really the only thing that alters it. So 99% of the time, I'm confident in saying it's 6 a.m. Eastern time on Thursdays. If you're listening, uh, if you found us, thank you so much for taking the time to listen and give us a try. Uh, please consider subscribing if you, and as well as reviewing, leaving a comment if you can on the review. Um, and it helps to grow and lets people know, as well as there's a bunch of stuff linked in the show notes uh, for you to join our community through Facebook, through Twitter, through uh, Discord. Um, any of that stuff is linked in the show notes. Our Patreon is there. PayPal is there if you want to support us that way. Um, and you can also hang out on our Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash digitaldaysgaming, uh, where we are a Twitch affiliate. If you'd like to use um, a Twitch subscription on us, you can do so. If you've linked your Amazon account and your Twitch account, you get Prime Gaming. You get a bunch of freebies from different games, loot boxes, codes, skins, colors, some you know just loot in general, um, as well as a free subscription to, to the streamer of your choice. Uh, if that's us, that's awesome. Please consider doing so. Uh, you can usually just hit the subscribe button on mobile. I think it's working a little bit better now. And you, we do not have to be live for you to do that. And the subscription does not auto-renew. So please consider just checking it as you're listening. Um, you know, Again, we don't have to be live. You can just search us on Twitter. You just type in Digital Days Gaming. And even if we're not live, you can still hit the sub button. Um, or, and then just click on Use Prime Sub. Uh, if you have a question about doing that, please reach out on Discord, on Facebook, or on Twitter, and I can uh, gladly help you. It even I will help you even if it's not subscribing to us. I just don't think you need to kill it. let Bezos keep any of his money at all, ever. Yeah, <laughs> so. get what you can from that man. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, with that said, like I said, a bunch of stuff's linked in the notes. Sharing the show helps us. Uh, downloading the show, you know, leaving comments and you know, sh- uh, sharing on Facebook and retweeting on Twitter. All that stuff helps the show grow. And we're going to jump right into the news. All right, Dave. Um, our plans changed significantly. Uh, like what? Like an hour before recording. Like I, I had to adjust the show notes. But um, yeah, Jim Ryan, uh, president and CEO of PlayStation, has announced that he is retiring after thirty years at sony uh so in the uh press release that uh playstation released 10 minutes after jason schreier reported that this was happening uh there's not a lot there but jim ryan said like it's uh after 30 years at sony uh he's kind of hit a difficulty trying to get that work-life balance going uh being someone that lives in europe and that's working in america and he wants to focus more on family and retire uh, Jim Ryan has been the SIE CEO since 2019, and he will be temporarily succeeded uh, by uh, Sony COO, CFO, Hiroki uh, Totoki, uh, who will take over and be the interim CEO of PlayStation until it finds its next leader. And I believe the phrasing I saw is like they're trying to find their next like path forward or uh, set their new goals. Uh, but this is obviously a, a big move uh dave i don't want to say we predicted this but a couple months ago we said after the activision blizzard stuff 
we didn't see a future where both Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan are the head of their companies within a year or two. Yeah, this is kind of on the heels of, I feel like Ryan just had a Forbes article last week that I know you don't have in here either, or it was rehashing of it. Of it where was a he rehash. Was essentially, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, he was essentially just bashing all of Microsoft plans and talking, boasting all of his plans. And I'm sorry, like I, I, I think, uh, let me state the record. In, from 2019 to today, I think overall, if you pull back and look at Jim Ryan's tenure, give it a 10,000-foot view, he did a phenomenal job. Yes, they are number one he, and sold yep. tens of millions of consoles. So, so yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know, fighting through the pandemic, he's on a three-to-one, they're, you know, if you believe all the numbers, he's on a three-to-one ratio over over Xbox, which is his main competitor and his main goal, although I would argue the PC is much closer now than Xbox was, and all and, and as a platform, those lines are blurring over time anyways, all during his tenure as well. Uh, but again, he did a phenomenal job of taking over uh, essentially a, a, a train that was on a straight track and moving at a pretty good speed when Layden jumped off. Um, yeah. So and he kept it going. So, um, you know, kudos to him as as opposed to, again, comparing, because we're always going to have to, the train wreck that Phil Spencer had to take over after the other guy, uh, Don Matrick, yeah. um, I just said, oh, you want to play online? Go buy our old console. Like that, that you know. Yeah. The train wreck that <laughs> um, was the Xbox One. Like, well, just- yeah, so... You know, and whether whether that means that you know Phil Spencer literally took an entire you know pitchfork and shoved it right into the train track and turned it 180 degrees, that's neither that's here nor there. Work. That's up to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, you know, but a lot of the times, like when you know, and I, I equate a lot of things to sports, and people know that a lot. When you when you're a dynasty in sports, you really don't spend time talking about the person that you continuously beat. Like like you try not a to. rival. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a rival, again, everybody knows I'm from Metro Detroit. For a long, for the 15 years when Ohio State was kicking Michigan's ass regularly in college football, Ohio State was like, that's not a focus of ours. Like, we're focused on bigger things, and we, we don't care about them. We don't care about Michigan. Um, we've got bigger things and better things to do. Jim Ryan was obsessed with making sure that it was clear that play, or Xbox's direction or, or decisions-making was terrible. He was uh, he was obsessed with stating that to the point of where I think it made him look awful. And, and I, I opt optically. Yeah, uh, and I think that's what this comes down to. I think it's a combination of optics because uh, the head of a company you you don't want to have bad optics, especially after the FTC stuff came out, the CMA stuff came out, where publicly Jim Ryan was saying this is gonna hurt it's a it's a monopoly it's gonna destroy the industry and then to lawyers to you know the various government agencies it it turned once he was under oath of like it's not that big a deal or the emails that came out saying like to the employees like no this actually isn't a big deal we're still gonna be better actually this is a terrible idea for xbox i think that plays a part in it i don't think he was forced out or anything like that i definitely do think this was a scenario where he probably he's at the age where you would probably consider retiring. The optics didn't look good, and he just probably just didn't want to deal with like the optics having. We're not the only podcast that gave Jim Ryan shit, and he doesn't know who mm-hmm. we are. But there are right. a higher, bigger podcasts out there, uh, news art news uh, outlets out there that were kind of saying bad things about Jim Ryan, and he's at the age has too much money, you know, sort of thing where he's just like, do I need this extra chaos in my life? Uh, and there was probably some people at PlayStation or at Sony that it's like, dude, you look really bad right now. 
through the FTC stuff, through the CMA stuff. And it was just like a perfect storm of just like, you know what? Why don't I just walk away? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I can only give you like a brief and like, and again, like I'm not a CEO. Like, I, I mean, I run my own, I, I run a business, a corporate based business. and I, I execute a plan. Um, there are times where there, they, I, I essentially have three reactions when I get a letter of resignation from an associate of, okay, like, sure like you 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 worked here because you you were you were working here to get your degree you got your your degree you're 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 doing you're moving on to to do to do bigger and better things cool thank you for your time thank you for your efforts thank you for working for me i wish you luck in your future i'm glad i was able to help bridge that gap for you like that that scenario or i get one i'm like thank god mm-hmm. like please leave like thank you for your two week notice i do your services are no longer required and then i get one that's like Oh no, what's going on? What do I need to do to keep you? Those are the three scenarios that I feel when that happens. Yeah. Now, I'm not Sony, so I'm not I'm not saying that I predicted that they're probably Sony's like, thank you for your service. We appreciate what you did, but we're you know, we're in agreement with, you know, it's time to go. Yeah. And I think it, it it's probably along those things where it's probably a combination of both sides are like, do we really want to keep going with this? And they came right. both came to the conclusion, no. Because if you're a money person at Sony, you're like, Jim Ryan's killing it. We don't want yeah. him to leave. Uh, or if you're, you know, more worried about the optics, which we've lear- learned, like, you know, like when we read, like, the like the Sega versus Nintendo books, like the Japanese companies very yeah. much are about image uh, yeah. over everything. And Jim Ryan didn't really leave, like, a good image as, like, being the front person for PlayStation. So I, mm. I could see it being all sorts of combinations of things. I could say, though... Jim Ryan's big thing has been turning things into live service games, you know, kind of pivoting everything. Attempting. Attempting. No, that's what I'm saying. Pivoting to live service had a very lofty go of like, hey, 12 games by 2026. We're three years from that. We have not seen one yet. And I could see that. I I expect, by the way, I expect whoever the CEO is to 100% backtrack on that. I don't think 100%. I could say like 50-50 uh no i i expect it to reduce it yeah reduce it yeah but not like the full yeah. like all 12 games i mean canceled. i mean yeah and I, I don't mean 100 percent. like i mean i'm saying 100 percent. he's going to maybe balance temper, expe- <laughs> temper temper expectations yeah and, and i could see you know uh playstation being like we we shouldn't go full you know direction of like we're gonna be a life service company it's not our bread and butter and that's something jim ryan definitely seemed like he was passionate about so I could see that also being a thing where he had these lofty goals for twenty for twenty twenty six, and then others at PlayStation or Sony were like, maybe we should pull back a little bit. And that could be frustrating if you're trying to run the company and you get some mm-hmm. resistance on your grand direction, uh, especially without releasing resistance. Yeah, yeah, and that could be. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. couldn't resist. That 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 Literally. could be a reason why someone would want to leave. Of just like, right. hey my my grand vision isn't is getting some issues some pull, pushback and i don't want to deal with that uh so i could see that also playing a part into it and you will probably see some stuff like i'm sure there are people at playstation that are like what the fuck are you doing with our our golden goose at naughty dog like mm-hmm. why are they wasting their time on this when it's clearly not going to work i'm not saying that is like the main reason to do it but i'm sure there has to be people at PlayStation that are like, I don't like the direction of some of this stuff and some yeah. of the studios. Why is seventy percent of our best studio working on a service game when they're a first party when they're yeah. when they're a single player studio? Why are you making Neil Druckmann waste story right. time on this when he's got the number one TV show in the world and then also one of the biggest game franchises? So well, and also like Ryan's come out publicly and said that his expectations are 
multi-million dollar sales of copies like he wants franchises to sell 15 to 20 million copies he wants blockbuster number style video games they haven't got there yet yeah like they they've got you know like spider-man is like the the one that has gotten there but like original ips just haven't really hit right uh, well, they've hit, but just not Nintendo levels. Not yeah. Uh, which is yeah. the ultimate. I don't, I, I'd have to look and see. I don't know. Like, I can you over twelve million over twelve million copies of PlayStation first party titles is rare. Uh, announced twelve million sold. Announced. Uh, I would say of a of, of, a, of a, a a specific game, not a franchise, Sp- but a game. Spider Man's hit that for sure. Um, I think they were at like the twelve to fifteen. Uh, okay. and I want to say God of War did pass ten. I don't know if it how much further okay. it went past ten. But there have been some franchises that have been able to do that. But they have a lot of franchises that live in that like five to ten range. Yeah, uh, which is totally fine. Yes, but just not when you, not when your CEO comes out and says the expectation is fifteen to twenty. Yeah, uh, so like that could also be part of the reason. And yeah, God of War twenty eighteen reaches twenty three million sales worldwide. Yeah, so God of War, uh, Spider Man, November of twenty twenty two. Yeah, I don't remember if PCs are in there. I think PCs no, PC in there also. came out a little little later. Okay. Um, or probably around that time. Uh, but that all play plays a part into it. And also, like, we could analyze the specific thing of like difficulties living in Europe and working in North America. If you look at all the acquisitions that PlayStation has done, or most of the acquisitions, they've been mostly like European studios, to where it almost seems like Jim Ryan was trying to shift. You know, like where the majority of the studios are for PlayStation to being Europe based, maybe to get them to headquarters in Europe as opposed to having a headquarters in San Francisco. So there also could have been like him trying really hard to get the headquarters changed over to Europe and PlayStation resisting that as well, because North America is the biggest market. So there's a lot of different things you can look in here as a reason why Jim Ryan would step down or why PlayStation could consider being like, do you want to step down? Cause we want to change directions. Uh, so if, so Dave, you mentioned that the Forbes article that was kind of going around last week. Um, Mm -hmm. so I know there's a lot of people that are probably like happy that Jim Ryan's leaving because there were some stuff in that article that kind of made it sound like, oh, if uh, we can have light service features into traditional single player games, it almost seemed like microtransactions were coming back. So there definitely seems like, uh, that, that goal and for 2026 definitely might've the parameters might have been changed on what they were going to consider um hang on yeah i want to backtrack for a second so do you know the horizon zero dawn has also uh, see this is this is I'm, I'm i'm having a hard time finding an article so okay like as of tw- yeah as a franchise um, i know it's so pretty well yeah so like horizon zero dawn is this is relating to 20 million copies um this article is posted April 5th of 2022, the top 15 best-selling PlayStation games of all yeah. time. Um, the Grand Theft Auto, Minecraft are on here. Like, the top five are all non-first parties, which is, you know, fine. FIFA's on here. Top seven, actually. Um, at number eight is Horizon Zero Dawn at 20 million. Yes. Um, and that's across PS4, and, uh, the PS5 version. Or there was no PS5 version. Uh, yeah. It's PC. And then God of, God of War 2018 says 19.5 million plus. I don't know what the plus means. Last of Us, um, 19 million. Uncharted 4, 16 million. So, 
in terms of like and then uh, Gran Turismo 3 is at 14.89 million yeah. so as of November like in you start talking like there's you know there's four games that hit you know Jim Ryan's blockbuster criteria of like 15 to 20 million and um, I am relatively confident in saying none of these games came out while he was president they came when he started because Horizon was 2017, God of War was 2018. Yeah, so like a year before he became. Yep. They were all so. uh, Sean Layden-led uh, games. So Correct. if you look at... So I, again, yeah. not necessarily... Again, I'm not trying to, to hate on Jim Ryan, but I'm just saying that he has come out and publicly said his expectations for software sales are 15 to 20 million blockbuster-esque movie-style numbers, and he did not hit those. I'm just... You know, like that for me, that's always been a sticking point. I am a very analytical person. I understand that. I get that. Not everybody else thinks the same way. I think video games are in a decline right now. I yes, 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 and yes. However, when you're a CEO of a company and you say ABC, and nothing hits ABC except for your console, that's problematic for me. Now, this is just as of April of 2022. I granted, I understand this article is you know 15 months old. So, well, if you look at like how like Hollywood studios are run. Usually when a new CEO goes over, they kind of don't count anything from the previous regime. They even kill some of the things from the previous regime. And then they, you know, take credit for anything they started from the ground up. And if you look at it, Jim Ryan really hasn't been around long enough to see something from the ground up get released outside of miles Morales, which was like a really high quality expansion. Uh, and, you can count uh, Forbidden West, uh, which sold okay, but that was also a launch title-ish mm-hmm. on the PS5. Not launch title, but like still early in came the life cycle. Came on PS4 too, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it did come on PS4. The DLC <laughs> got skipped. <laughs> did on, not. On the, Correct. Yeah, okay. Uh, so he hasn't really had too many opportunities to have, say he's had a game developed under his tutelage, like that wasn't a sequel to something from a previous regime. So there's... Mm-hmm. Which is probably why he was pivoting so hard to like, hey, let's let's go full live service, uh, and was you know like the 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 Bungie stuff yeah. was coming out last week again, where he's like, yeah, I expect Bungie. On, our my return on investment will be better than the Bethesda than the Activision return on investment is pretty much what he said. Yeah, it it will make more than seventy billion dollars. Uh, so it's it's wild stuff like that that just doesn't equate, and I don't think jives too well with like what the traditional PlayStation wants in terms of um, they weren't interested in live service games. They wanted single player games. Uh, They're not against uh, like online games, live service games, but the idea that PlayStation was going so hard in that direction was probably worrisome to people at PlayStation proper, like at the corporation uh, in terms of Mm -hmm. like, why are we going so hard in this other direction? Especially when it's, when you don't have that foundation already, that is a lot of R and D money. We talked about the research and development money going into live service games. And it was a lot of money going into that. I mean, I guess for me, like if you want to ask, like if I asked you like, what, what is Sean Layden's legacy or what was Sean Layden's legacy with Sony? Uh, He helped launch the PS4. So like he got the PS4 to like a big height because that happened under him. Uh, so he gets credited with like being around for the PS4 launch and then it hitting mm-hmm. the record numbers. And pr- arguably 
I, I feel like I agree with you, but I also feel like arguably a best, a, a solid run of new intellectual property. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, even if not all of them hit, they did sell pretty well. Like Days Gone was in yeah. there. Spider-Man obviously was in there. Uh, so then what's Ryan's legacy? That's the problem. His is the PS5 launch during the pandemic. Correct. So his legacy is he did really well with what he was given in terms of like steering the ship in terms of getting that hardware out and getting it into people's hands. I don't think he has a software legacy, unfortunately. Okay. Um, he now has the legacy of like, oh, he's the guy that made the three tier PS plus thing that people don't really like. Uh, he's the one that pivoted naughty dog into a live service studio that never saw the fruition of things. Uh, maybe you can say if these studios work out, he's the one that expanded PlayStation studios significantly because all the acquisitions were made under him, but it's hard to give him credit for that if those studios haven't produced anything yet. It could be something in 10 years where like, damn, it was a good thing Jim Ryan signed Bungie, signed uh, other studio name. I'm forgetting other studio name. I'm forgetting that this hasn't produced content right now as we're speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing is like, he, you know, as much as, I mean, I feel like I don't know if Matrix was in in place when the 360 launched. Um, Middle. Yeah. So he, Xbox 360 is considered arguably, you know, along with PlayStation 3, are like you know, head to head, like equally selling consoles, and you know, he fumbled the Xbox One, and and to where Spencer had to take over, and has been trying to repair it ever since then. Yeah. Granted, he should have already fixed it by now, but that's neither here nor but there. But they lost so um, much ground. Is the problem. right? I agree um and then you know now Layden you know takes over in 20 or i'm sorry ryan takes over in 2019 and i believe the ps5 comes out in 2020 yeah 2020 so realistically he did not have a tremendous impact during those 12 months at least on the development of the console itself maybe in terms of he had impact on the price and the marketing and maybe making the decision to right maybe making the decision on digital only versus you know versus physical versus doing both at launch you know yes i'm sure he had significant you know impact on those statements um but it's it's kind of like one of those things where you know again i'm I'm not trying to always equate stuff to sports but tom brady left new england and won a championship in tampa bay new england didn't do anything in the two years that tom brady was still in the league so is it tom brady or is it new england now is it jim ryan or is it playstation yeah and that's one of those things it's hard to like separate right. them when you have Re- that. regardless jim ryan was the president when the ps5 came out therefore he gets credit for it yes tom brady was the quarterback of the box when they won the super bowl they didn't win it without him the, and the and the Patriots haven't won without him since, so it's really hard to say could they do it without him. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, you know, like it's it's, it's so it's hard to say. He was there when it happened. He gets credit for it. Um, you know, Sean. You know, Sean Layden. I I I would argue that that was for me personally. Like those those press conferences, the PS4 press conferences, are things that are going to be etched in my memory. Or it wasn't even it wasn't even Layden. It was Trenton. Uh, Jack Trenton, Trenton right? was uh, the uh, PS3 era towards the end of PS3 era. He basically, but he was on stage for the PS4. Like he was the one that, like, if you look up his Wikipedia, I feel like he's the one that's been diagnosed with the death of Xbox when he's, you know, he's he's doing the marketing with Adam Boys and Shuhei about this is how you share your games on PlayStation 4, um, and they're handing it off. I gotta, I gotta was, look that. Uh, Trenton, yeah, Trenton was on stage. So. I, I will look that up. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he was gone by... Because I would argue then, if, that, if that's the case, then I don't think Layden launched a console. Uh, so Okay, so Jack Trenton left in 2014. So that would have yeah. been PS... So Layden did not launch a console. 
but I feel like Layden did a much better job of. So Jack Trenton left before the console launched, but he like because console launched in November 2014. Jack Trenton left in the middle of 2014. So like he left okay. right before. So almost yeah, yeah, pretty. So almost a very similar to when Ryan took over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. But Jack Trenton gets okay. the legacy of I saved PlayStation because the PS3 was right. going so horribly wrong under Phil Harrison. Yeah. Trenton Trenton righted the ship and Layden continued to, to feed coal into the ship and kept it going and and at a, at, a, at a solid speed and Jim Ryan did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but then Jim Ryan was changing the company to where we don't know what the future is. Like PlayStation tried will... to make tried to make two ships. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that that's going to be the ultimate question is like who do they get to replace him? Uh I told Dave before recording I think people are going to be very like bothered that the replacement will probably be someone we've never heard of uh mm -hmm. because they've kind of gone through a ton of people it could be herman well, i felt like but I, I don't well i felt like it was gonna be herman it would be herman in spring like they said they've already kind of said who's taking over in the interim basis like why not give it to herman then in six months yeah and, and it might like, be something I, that herman doesn't want to be that high up because then he's gonna right yeah, it's just like um he, he he sees that hey i can't touch as much i'm already i'm already touching less now in this position as head of worldwide studios now you want me to make me the head of the brand like that means i'm going to be touching even less it's like and i don't want that. it's like when shu kind of stepped down because he wanted to work more with yeah. indies because like she was yep. like i can't do the worldwide stuff i love indies too much so he kind of it has down. to be somebody from the inside though yeah no it's like, i think it's gonna no be no way they're gonna bring somebody from the outside it, no way and right now because of how the press conferences have changed from like back then like we knew adam boys we knew like john drake yeah. Uh, like all these people during like uh, Layden's era because there was press conferences and you had people out there talking because of how the show showcases the state of plays have worked. We don't know faces and names anymore. So the next person is going to be someone we never heard of because we just haven't had that sort of interaction. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, it's two different companies going two opposite directions. Like Phil Spencer is the face of Xbox. There is no current face of PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. There's not. Jim Ryan tried to be that, and it just it just didn't. Yeah. Work. Uh, it, right. it also doesn't help when the head of a no one believes Jim Ryan played video games. Not that you need to play video games to run a company, but it definitely didn't right. help when he would put himself out there. Uh, yeah. As opposed to Phil Spencer, like people have run into him in Fallout seventy six and shit. So like, there's right. a you know there's an aspect there where Phil Spencer makes sense. Uh, and if you look at Xbox, you can see like the next person up when you really look mm -hmm. at that, cause they put those people up front and center and we see names, uh, but we don't currently. Yeah. See I that. mean, just like it was a big deal when boys left, like when boys left Sony, that was a huge deal. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I can't think of the other guy's name. Um, he was like head of third party, you know, uh, Geo uh, like, Corsi I, and John Drake were like, third yeah. party. Yep. When Geo Corsi left, like that was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and it'll be similar to, I, I mean, I can't think of it. Like if somebody un directly underneath Spencer leaves, like that we've seen, you know, if Tom or Pete Hines leaves, Sarah, like uh, Sarah in, in, Bond, Pete Hines, that's her name. Matthew yeah. Bu uh, Booty. Like we, there's so many yeah. names at Xbox. Yep. When, when, or if they leave, then like, that'll just be as, as big of a deal as it was when Adam boys left and Geo Corsi left and drake left um so like those are all significant factors but i just i mean i i want to be clear like it he did a phenomenal job i am curious to see the direction of um what what direction sony goes in the next 12 to 18 months um 
as we're you know we're getting near this stuff like how much of it will be on peripherals and vr like how much is is this you know project or what's it called um what's the portable thing called that comes out next month uh, or portal. november i can't portal like is that jim ryan's baby you know is is that going to see the support and the upgrades in the version 2.0 that you know that you know it may or may not need are we going to see more development around vr and gonna, i was going like, to say like i would imagine yeah. we're going to see an increase in a vr stuff because jim ryan never seemed really too passionate about that but playstation as right. a company seemed passionate about it so yeah. we might see do we increase. see the optional disk drive attachment we've heard rumors about do we see that go away or do we see that get doubled down yeah um you know, it's there's a lot of there, there's a lot of unknown, and, and we won't really know. It's uh, we were talking before we recorded. Like, he's been the president of Sony since DD DD. He's been the president of Sony since DDG started. Yeah. So <laughs> we all we both we all three of us started around the same time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we won't know who's going to take over until April, I believe, is when they yeah. are. Jim Ryan officially will be stepped. Uh, down or pass the keys off to someone else uh so we'll, we'll find out more like that it'll be funny though if like fucking playstation's like okay so bobby kotick uh is no longer with activision blizzard <laughs> and, and they just bring that horrible man into it's a playstation uh but yeah uh we'll see who they do it, it's probably someone internal i don't really know any names externally unless they bring someone back mm -hmm. unless jack trenton wants to come back or sean laden wants to come back but i, I doubt they go back uh but right, yeah we'll we'll follow this story uh as it develops uh the next uh, story i just put in here to break things up a little bit uh ea sports has traded criterion games to ea entertainment um so criterion uh is being moved uh dave i don't know if you remember i don't know if we covered this but ea split off into two companies mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so Criterion was on the EA Sports team because they make the racing games. Well, they have been traded over to EA Entertainment or EA Proper because they are now just going to be working on a Battlefield franchise. So Criterion will work with Dice, Ripple Effect, and Ridgeline on Battlefield under Vince Zampella. Uh, Criterion apparently is still going to help and assist on Need for Speed, but they're not going to be in charge of Need for Speed going forward. Uh, so this is just EA kind of shuffling a little bit uh how they're gonna do things uh, of course it's got a lot of people upset that criterion you know the racing company is going to be making battlefield but it sounds like ea is kind of desperate to save battlefield so it seems like all hands on deck uh mm -hmm. to save battlefield uh dave do you think this is going to save battlefield it's a, um, they've been with them since have they been with them since 2004 criterion yeah. yeah yeah the burnout franchise has been around since ps2 yeah okay i'm trying to think i'm just i'm looking at like their wikipedia is being a pain in the ass today for me yeah. so yeah yeah i was just looking at some of the other stuff that they work on there's another studio that works on madden um that has a name similar to this um i thought at, at first i got mixed up with it first until you started talking i thought it was no, no, no. um it is a little weird that you know like as much you know racing arcade sims or arcade drivers that they've made over the last x amount of years that um you know they would be doing this however they they have been working on you know battlefield 2042 specifically the battlefield driving. 5 <laughs> yeah oh okay uh, um yeah so for them to like fully go into this i mean maybe this is you know the it, that's kind of always been the thing that separated Battlefield from Call of Duty is the 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 large maps and the and the vehicles and the movement and the helicopters and tanks and, and jeeps and you know all that crap. Um, so, to, I, I don't know. I think some of these title moves and name things are 
to appease shareholders like ooh, look at what we're doing this is what we're trying to do to react to this and we're seeing this and look how important this franchise is to us we're, we're adding these other studios to it like you're the corporation you tell people what to do what difference does it make if you're moving the name of the studio is it really criterion anymore if you t if all the people are like i want to work on racing games i don't want to work on shooters and they're like oh you do what we tell you to do okay i quit it's not criterion it's, yeah. it's just a name so, which a lot like, of major is, people is from bioware bioware anymore yeah like is this is this your is this your is this what you, is this going to be the dragon age that you're expecting or no you know like yeah. this if the same people don't work for the studio anymore that made the game is it still dragon age like well no and that's the problem ea has had uh for yeah. like over a decade is like they haven't known what to do with studios they've closed several studios down and yeah. also people that ran some of these studios have left the studio so like a lot of this stuff feels like they're just shuffling names around because Criterion has lost a lot of their major like founders and yep. like head people uh, when they got moved over to Battlefield. So it mm -hmm. this seems like an inevitable move, but they're kind of just carrying a Criterion name because they knows it has some cachet yeah. with some some players. Like, I, I I feel like Schreier said that there's only like uh, like two out of a hundred people that worked on Dragon Age are still with Bioware. Um, and I think that number is a little I'm sure off, it's but a it's like yeah, it's yeah. not like yeah. It's not the, the majority. The majority have left. Yes, or the been majority. Left yeah. I'm I'm safe in saying that the major over fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. It's probably left. like three fourths, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, and I'm just using that as an example because what comes to mind. I, I still remember we talked about it. Is this the Platinum Games A team or B team? Yeah. Is yeah. This the, and at this point, this, uh, if there is were this two Rocksteady, is this Rocksteady South Car uh, South Car California or is this Rocksteady Montreal? Yeah. Yeah. And. <laughs> That's a fair thing to say, and it, but this kind of just shows you just like EA is lost right now, like significantly yep. lost as a company, um, and they're really, I don't know what EA's future is to be completely honest, uh, and this is just yet another move of just like a company that's desperate to like salvage the IPs that they already have because they don't have a lot of IPs like bankable IPs, uh, to to work from, uh, and they're just gonna have to hope that like. The, the amount of studios that they're putting into Battlefield, you have to hope Battlefield writes the mm -hmm. ship because the only other thing that they have is like sports club or football club uh, now, right. which uh, they just delisted all the FIFA games, <laughs> uh, yeah. which is kind of hilarious. Well, they, I mean, they have Madden, they have NHL. Yeah. But, 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 like, but that's why they it almost feels like they're preparing to like be like, we're just EA Sports. EA Entertainment's yeah. its own thing. That has its own loss. Losses and gains. Yeah, uh, look how well our sports division is doing. Yeah. yeah, what about your uh, your shooter division? Yeah, we don't want to talk about that right now. Yeah. Look at sports over yeah. here. Yeah, also <laughs> in a couple of years, like oh, EA Entertainment doesn't exist. It's just EA Sports. You know, like they just double down yeah. on like what's successful for them. We see this company do this all the time. Shooting is a sport. Okay. Yeah. Sh yeah. Skeet skeet <laughs> shooting. That that's what Battlefield yeah. turns into. Uh, is this a skeet shooter? Uh, but. EA is it definitely seems like a lost franchise. Like if those Marvel games don't hit from them, hit for them, like I I could almost see EA Entertainment or whatever it's called kind of quietly yeah. disappearing and they just become EA Sports. As long as you bring back the EA Sports, that's all I care about. I think it's still there. I'm pretty sure it's. Still <laughs> I, there. I don't know. I don't know. I, I saw Madden on sale for like twenty dollars and I thought about it for about three and a half seconds and I'm like, nah. You're like, I'm not gonna buy time. Just wait for it to go on Game Pass in like uh, six months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I. I this it would be one of those things where I could see EA Sports kind of expanding, like if they bring the EA Sports big franchise or uh, umbrella back and do some more arcadey games, that would work for them. 
Um, maybe they go after some other licenses for other sports. Uh, the UFC game apparently came out like out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, which just seems like poor planning on them because like I didn't even know it existed until they were like it comes out next week or next month and it's like, they have they don't have the WWE they don't do WWE stuff do they that's 2K that's right? 2K yeah okay. um, and AEW has uh, <laughs> THQ sadly okay uh, yeah. <laughs> but you can see like EA may maybe making a play for that of just like hey we have more money than what THQ does uh, so to expand EA Sports I could see them starting to look outside of that. Especially with Embracer Group and a fire sale. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but I, I wonder if EA is just like hoping that like Nintendo releases like another Wii so they could just like throw out some sports shovelwares and try and cash in or something. Because uh, they, they need NBA Street 4 with Waggle. <laughs> sure. Let's go. <laughs> uh, or like, I don't, I don't know what EA is going to do in the future, but uh, apparently Criterion's making Battlefield games. And who knows when the next Battlefield is going to be out since they, you know reshuffled studios uh starting last year yeah or earlier this year i, I kind of forget all right dave um we didn't oh shit yeah so <laughs> we missed this last week because last week was just kind of a tough week to record uh but <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk about the playstation hacking because that one's still like up in the air what's going on there um and also jim ryan stuff kind of covered that up pretty well uh but xbox had a funny leak because uh, Microsoft's legal team accidentally attached confidential files to the public record uh, for their court case against the FTC. Somebody got fired, by the way. Someone, someone must have. Somewhere, yeah. someone, somewhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, the public record. You could look up the case. Well, you could have looked up the case on FTC's website and downloaded files to look through it. You'll see stuff re redacted. But someone on Microsoft's legal team accidentally attached a PDF file that had dozens, if not hundreds, of slideshow presentations and roadmaps for the future of Xbox up until 2028. So there's a lot of stuff to kind of decipher in this. Uh, some of the highlights include a new controller coming out next year for the Xbox that's going to include haptics and also lift to wake feature, which I think is really exciting. Uh, and then I care more about that than I do about haptics. Yep. Uh, and then also rechargeable battery. I'm sorry, haptics are a gimmick that people think are cool, and then they get annoying, and or you forget about them after two hours of playing your game. I st I still like the rumble, but I haven't seen anything cool done with them in a while. But uh, yeah. rechargeable battery also. This controller is going to be packed with new Xboxes sometime next year, and also be sold standalone. It looks kind of ugly. You can see the picture online. Um, but yeah, the I think the lift to wake feature is like probably the coolest thing. It's something I, I like, even though you can hit the button and it'll turn on. I just like the idea of picking up a controller and then just turning on a console. It's it's it's, it's one of those things where you like. I mean, we don't have it, so we don't know how we're gonna feel until we do have it. But it's kind of one of those things where like I I don't really like my my Samsung Galaxy phone just can read my face now. I don't have to swipe on it. I don't have to put my fingerprint on it. I just like turn. I click my lock screen and I and and I look at it and it just unlocks. Yeah. Like it's just nice, and I know so people are going to be like, if just I come hit the home button. and I sit on my couch, if I come home, sit on my couch and grab my controller with one hand while I have my phone in my other hand, or I have a drink in my other hand, and then my Xbox just turns on. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Without <laughs> pressing a button, and I know it sounds silly, people are going to be like, you can just press a fucking button. It's like, yes, you can, but you can also lift the controller up. Like, it doesn't it won't take that also, feature away? You can also change a disc in your in your console, but what kind of dinosaur does that? Yes. <laughs> um, a big thing uh, also revealed is next year they will be releasing a discless 
Xbox Series X with a two terabyte drive and Wi-Fi 6, and it'll come with the new controller sometime next year for $499, so no price increase. They're just removing the disk drive and doubling the space, which Xbox des- desperately needs, especially for Game Pass. Yeah, I, 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 love, I love this idea also because Game Pass is their focus, whether you like it or don't like it, and if you want to buy something, you can buy it digitally, and hopefully it downloads faster because I believe my ROG Ally supports Wi-Fi 6, yeah, and, your PS5 and I think does. my little... Yep, and then you know now that I have much better internet, I see a substantial difference of in general. Yeah. So, and I definitely notice my PS5 downloads way faster than my Xbox, uh, and I don't know if that's Agreed. equated to Wi-Fi six or not, but it's just anecdotal uh, thing I can do. Uh, the S- uh, the Series S will also see a refresh with a terabyte drive and Wi-Fi six. Uh, We've already seen that. Uh, well, technically, not with Wi-Fi six. Okay. Uh, so the the one coming out next year will have Wi-Fi six. Yeah, and the new and controller. a new controller. Uh, so that's coming. Uh, there were several mentions through the various slideshows talking about a sub ninety nine dollars streaming device. Uh, so this could be the thing that they had shelved last year. Uh, which, yeah, I mean we've talked, we've seen this before, like a Game Pass bo- a Game Pass puck. Yes, uh, and it seems like that is like we heard about it being shelved, but it sounds like it's more likely coming back because it was mentioned several times in the slides, and also a possible handheld from Microsoft because there were mentions of a handheld device as well from Microsoft as well. But that also could have been them just being like, there's a lot of handhelds on the market right now, you know, PC handhelds for Game Pass. Uh, but it did seem something that Microsoft is very interested in is like a handheld. I, I, I can totally see them doing something with this new controller like the like the PlayStation Portal. Yes. Like, I don't see why why not. Especially just streaming. And, like, it, it's a it's yeah. no-brainer. Um, and also probably the biggest thing, uh, Xbox. Ex- However, the, di- the, I'm sorry the, if you have game pass ultimate, the difference is whatever this handheld is will work outside of your Wi-Fi network. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. The, um, the, pl- the portal won't. Yeah, exactly. It would be a dedicated streaming thing. So as long as you can yeah. connect that thing to the internet, you can stream and you won't need yeah. another console at home. It would just be a streaming from yeah. Xbox cloud. Um, and then also probably the biggest thing, Xbox expects their next gen console to come out sometime in 2028. Uh, or like that's it. They're, they're the window they're aiming for, which would make sense. Eight years into the it's generation, eight year window. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, uh, Dave, not, I don't know if there's much to add to this. We talked about stuff as we were going, but like, yeah, I'm, an eight year window makes sense, right? Because that was the yeah, thing. People nothing, were, nothing on here is a surprise. Yeah, except maybe uh, like the new controller, because like they've. Yeah, but I feel like they've always kind of done mid console generation controller updates. Not sig- this significant because this is like, hey, we're replacing all the controllers to- with something brand new. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you then: like, is Hellblade Two going to support this? Does Hellblade Two coming to fuck out? <laughs> um, I would imagine if it's actually coming is out, going to support this. I would imagine if it is coming out next year, you will see a lot of support from this from first party studios. So that means next time we really hear from Microsoft, though, they have to lead with this controller essentially at their conference they have to lead with this they have to announce this controller and then right and then talk about games that are going to take advantage of the controller yeah but i also think because the ps5 has haptics and and the nintendo basically has their version of haptics that there's not much they have to explain other than like we can do it too you know uh because everyone knows how they work and how cool it can be for like whatever like yeah i mean people can laugh and point and be like oh look at them copying sony well sony copied them with the different tiers of subscription yeah no all these companies copy each other everyone copied nintendo for playstation move and connect you know like so it happens 
if you have a good yeah. idea, your competitors will try and mimic that idea. Yep. And I hope the lift to wake because so basically the thing that's going to cause the lift to wakes is the gyros and the PS5 controller already has gyros. So the PlayStation just needs to figure out yeah. the firmware update to get that to yeah, work. They can turn, they can turn my beep off on my PlayStation. They should be able to turn my controller on by lifting it. Yes. Even if it means your controller is like at a like standby battery level yeah. or something, they, they can figure that out. Uh, but yeah, th- those are the hardware I saw, stuff. I saw a tweet today that said Jim Ryan's tenure ended, lasted about as long as a dual sense charge. I I saw another joke that said uh, Jim Ryan's going to announce that he's working for the CMA <laughs> in a month. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's all the hardware news that came from that. There's a ton more. Um, Microsoft had the FTC take down the files, but that didn't stop people from downloading them. So if you want to see the files... Uh, I think Destin is his name on yeah, uh, YouTube. Yeah. He does. He had multiple good videos running through this stuff. So uh, we'll talk about some of the. Yeah, Des- Destin Laguerre of IGN has his own independent YouTube channel. Yeah, and he actually does a, pr- a, a, a an amazing job as a solo content creator covering s- things similar to what you and I cover. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check him out. Especially he goes slide by slide in multiple videos. Um, yeah. There was a good chunk of software stuff that was uh, revealed, and this is basically the slides related to software were basically what Microsoft expected from Bethesda based on what Bethesda was working on when they took over Bethesda. So this is technically info from 2021 when they closed the deal uh, on Bethesda. Uh, So uh, Microsoft expected Indiana Jones to release fiscal year uh a fiscal year in 2022 uh which would have ended september 2022 uh let's go with that one first dave so that means indiana jones is further along than like we thought potentially if bethesda was aiming for 2022 covid covid yes yeah it, it's a combination of covid <laughs> and also i agree but yeah well we, everybody's like why did you spend 70 billion dollars or seven billion dollars sorry i'm getting them confused with activision my apologies seven Don't billion come or nine billion whatever seven yeah yeah, so why would you spend, you know, seven, $7 billion? Well, you know, we were told that all this stuff would be ready or announced yeah. by now. Yeah. And <laughs> Indiana Jones, it also could have been a thing where, like, Microsoft's like, we don't want a buggy Bethesda experience, so, like, let's slow it down. You have more yeah. money now. Let's, let's do well, this. Well, it's fascinating that we didn't really hear about this until after it would have already been out. Yeah, and that's what... We didn't hear about the game at all. Yeah. Uh, so th- <laughs> that's how, what a lot of this stuff is basically going to be. Um, there was something called Pod, uh, Project Kestrel, which was supposed to release in 2023 with an expansion 2024. A lot of people were saying this was Starfield uh, when I acquired them uh, because it just kind of lines did, up. When did they say Starfield, though? Like, when did Bethesda stay? I'd have to see when they officially announced Starfield. They, they uh, Starfield was named before, like several years before that. But, like, this is the only thing that kind of lines up with that. It could be another well, delayed thing. I agree. I agree. However, my only problem with it is that... <laughs> based on this calendar starfield is probably 2019 yeah yeah uh so that's project hesto it could be something new or it could have been uh starfield apparently uh an oblivion remaster was supposed to come out fiscal year 2022 uh that hasn't been announced or revealed this could have been a thing that bethesda was planning to work on already was working on and we just don't know the fate of it uh, same thing for Fallout 3. Uh, a remaster was being worked on and it was supposed to come out fiscal year 2023. Uh, no word on that. Obviously, we, we got like we got three months left in the year. Uh, 
I, I could see both of these games getting the hi-fi rush treatment, though. I think so, too. I think this would be, like, a good yeah. one-two punch at, like, next year's whatever E3 yeah, is. Yeah, or, or one of these is, like, shown at Game Awards and be like, download it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, th- and it wouldn't take a lot of work to... Well, Oblivion would probably take a significant amount of work to remaster, but Fallout 3 seems very doable. Right. Uh, this one, I think, is canceled. Ghostwire Tokyo 2 uh, for 2024. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo just didn't hit, didn't review well, so I would probably s- safe to say this is probably canceled. Uh, Dishonored 3 in 2024, I think this is definitely possible, especially after, you know, they cleared Redfall, they cleared Deathloop. Yeah. I think a lot of this has to do with um, if we, if we see this or don't see this, I, I I truly think this has to do with engagement of Dishonored franchise on Game Pass. Yeah, because you know, like Microsoft said, like here is the slate that Bethesda gave us after we acquired yeah. them, and this slide was for basically Microsoft to green light if they should continue or not. Yeah, and so like I, I here's the number here's the numbers for the Dishonored franchise since it went on Game Pass. It's time to make a third one or. Hey, we put them all on there and nobody's playing them. Like, why are we going to make a third one? Well, no, and 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 a lot of this stuff was before the Game Pass stuff even you know happened. So it's yeah. literally like if you look at these slides, it's like the Dishonored franchise has sold ten million co- or whatever how many millions of copies. So this was all stuff that Bethesda was presenting to Microsoft, and Microsoft basically right. had to decide like continue the green light these or wait and see. Uh, so Dishonored 3 2024, I think that's still possible because it seems like something that you could probably do, especially yeah. they kind of need a win after Redfall. Uh, yep. Doom Year Zero was uh, slated for 2023 plus DLC in 2024. I think Doom Safe, you'll probably see it. Uh, the fact that it yeah. even had a, a proper name as opposed to, you know, this like generic name, uh, Doom Year Zero 2023. Obviously, it's not happening this year. It could have been one of those ones that they're like, hey, COVID or yeah. take your let's time. Get it, let's get it right. So. yeah uh so that's some pretty interesting stuff that was in all those leaks um some of this does make me excited you know obviously i've been playing fallout 3 or i, I played it uh, a couple weeks ago indiana jones being like slated for 2022 makes me hopeful that it isn't like a 2025 game or something it makes me think yeah. that we could see it next year well, I, I hope it's a 10 to 12 hour linear experience and yeah. that could make it more realistic for next year. If this is, they try to open world back Batman Arkham city, this thing, like, I don't know if I want that. Yeah. I, I, I want an uncharted clone. Like that, that's yeah. kind of all I need from that. And Which then uncharted is an Indiana Jones clone. It's a tomb Raider clone and tomb Raiders, a Indiana Jones clone. Yeah. So it, 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 it <laughs> keeps going. Uh, so yeah, this is just all the stuff that basically Bethesda presented to them. And I feel like a good chunk of this is stuff that is probably continued like works continued on except for ghostwire tokyo so i have a question then so we see i don't even know one here half a dozen games uh one two three four five six seven seven, yeah. seven games on here that equated to possibly seven to nine billion dollars purchases along with you know gaining the publishing rights and the intellectual properties of what go with it okay cool what the fuck did activision show them call of duty and Candy Crush, like literally, that like they 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 just wanted the mobile stuff. Like I I think. But there's got to be. They, come on, Activision has to have a roadmap, like a five year map that they showed them too, though, right? Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, mobile game, mobile game. There mobile has game, to be game. like another. There has to be another Sekiro in there or something, right? Yeah. No, hundred percent. I think it's just Call of Duty in the mobile games market because people underestimate how much the mobile game market makes. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Candy Crush. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine. You, you know, I get it. But I don't know. So. Because even you know, if you like, look at Activision's backlog outside of Call of or Duty... Or what did Bungie show them then, other than Marathon? 
Bungie, Bungie had to show Sony something other than a marathon. We, uh, uh, Bungie was just like, hey, six years ago, we knew how to do live service games. <laughs> like, <laughs> like six years ago, we were good at microtransactions. Shut up and take my money. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. Uh, Destin uh, did a video about like the state of Destiny, and I watched that. And I'm just like, I didn't know the microtransactions in Destiny kind of got shitty. They're not that bad. They're not they're that not, bad, but I don't know if they're... They're not great, but they're not that bad. Like, they, But it definitely is one of those things where it's just like, hmm, you're trusting this company to, like, run, like, the ideas well, that, of all... That's like, so we had Outbreak Day or whatever, so the day that the the um, Spores virus broke out in Last of Us, you know, it was two days ago or whatever, September something. Um, and, you know, Naughty Dog had to come out and say, hey, we're not talking about anything. Um it's getting scary. Like it's it, this is getting really scary. Like I'm really genuinely starting to believe that they flew Bungie to Naughty Dog, and B- Naughty Dog got to sit down and present it to them, and the six Bungie employees like bust out laughing. No, something. no, and, like, and that's that's a possibility, <laughs> but it's also at the same. And time. And they're like, okay, we got to start over. Like I'm not saying you got to start over with like the third person function and the and the look, but they're like. Yeah, yeah, homie, your loot system ain't gonna cut it, bro. Well, no, or <laughs> it, it also possibly turned into a thing where they're like, okay, this can't be a free to play game anymore. This this needs to be yeah. like a sixty dollar yeah. box product, which means get some people into mocap studio right now, make some cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> like we need to pivot yeah. significantly. Uh, so that that's my biggest fear is that like they you know Naughty Dog came in there whether it was Druckmann or whoever his head of 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 you know content cre- yeah. and not content creation but Factions. you know loot driven yeah loot driven stuff is like here this is this is how i get these people and bungie's going no bro <laughs> no no uh-uh not that either no yeah <laughs> and somebody's like you just took out my bottom jenga block he's like yeah <laughs> at least you didn't at least you didn't release it <laughs> like, but then that also can start turmoil when like they look at like destiny's current state for like microtransaction stuff and they're just like are we really gonna listen i'm to not them? even talking about microtransactions i'm just talking about the incentive for somebody to play factions four times a month no no like no no, every, no. Like, but but in, like i log I, in every day or log in every week but you know like, microtransactions and like the revenue stream is very important and that's the real yeah, reason yeah. they hired bungie they didn't hire bungie to make the game better they hired bungie to like make more money for the life yeah stuff. but they also hired bungie because whether you like it or don't like it they've got a way to get you to get that dopamine whether it's a microtransaction or just logging into the game and playing every you know even if it's only every 90 days and, like, and it's one of those things where i wonder of just like are we it, it i'm i my thinking with bungie which i think we've talked about a lot over the last yeah. couple of years is i wonder if it's a thing of just like you know how like when a, a sports player gets a contract and the contract is to reward their past work and not their future yeah. work. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing that, but whether we like it or don't like it, on, on the console market, Bungie started establishing daily resets. And you have to weekly hope that they can continue Weekly that. changes, correct. And that's the question like they, mark they, I have. Yeah, they, they established something. Now, can they teach Naughty Dog how to do it as well? Now, you could argue that, yes, they, like halo had the multiplayer function but they had the epic campaigns that players wanted the epic single player campaigns halo like even though i didn't play them like people love them now they since bungie has stopped touching halo the multiplayer is not good and the campaigns are not good yeah yeah <laughs> now again going all the way back it, it, destiny had like our bungie has the up down theory going with destiny year one is bad year two is great year three is bad year four is great year five, you know like they go this up and down ebb and flow thing of it's just so it's you know and 
I, I, I don't know, but I, the longer they stop and don't talk, the more opportunities they miss to talk about factions, the more concerned I get. Uh, yeah, and that's completely valid. Like, I'm concerned. Like, if it's not at the Game Awards and has a big reveal, then I, I'm up completely like, this game's fucked. Yeah. Uh, Game Awards is like their next thing. Uh, or, or if we see like Uncharted 2 remastered from Naughty Dog, like, oh crap, like it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where they're like, "Can you guys please get something out in the next?" <laughs> yeah, no, no. if they they're like, "Hey, we remade Jack and Dexter from the the ground up," then it's gonna be like, "Wait, you guys did that? Now Blue Point? What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, sorry for bungee tangent. But. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm gonna ask because I'm I'm afraid somebody's gonna ask. You know, I mean, and, and full disclosure, Michael builds the agenda. I let him do his thing, and he feeds me the agenda, and we and we conversate. I look at it. If you're lucky, two hours before I record. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing in here about them trying to buy Nintendo. No, because because we we heard reports that they were considering it, but like even when you look at the Phil Spencer email stuff regarding that, which was also in the leaks, yeah. he knew like it wasn't possible. There was some yeah. comments of like this would have been a great thing for Nintendo and us, and it's like, dude, Nintendo was never going to sell. I I see. Here's here's my here's my position on it. I think micro or I think yes, I think Microsoft proper because they also subsidize the cost of the consoles that's not new sony does it too um <laughs> i think microsoft said you have a hundred billion dollars i think you know they, well I think clearly they told with that, that especially with activision blizzard right like they're like, yeah you have a- i think that they said you had a hundred billion and maybe spencer said something about like hey do you think we can get nintendo for a hundred billion like mm-hmm. you know like it's a hundred billion dollars like if you don't think that somebody at nintendo or at you know amazon ever like if you don't think bezos thinks about trying to buy apple yeah you're well i mean apple is considering buying disney recently so it's like this happens so i the thing that i said i tweeted this out last week like none of this we should have ever seen none of it no no this was all supposed to be internal someone fucked this is yeah yeah this is not for public consumption this is not a yeah this is a leak but this is not your typical leak this is bad for the industry to see phil spencer thinking that he's he's having a conversation with somebody that's never gonna go public yeah you know it's spitballing and and, it's literally like the the emails about nintendo was like let's make an offer in nintendo okay i made an offer didn't work eh fuck it who cares yeah right nintendo probably gets an offer every day from like Tencent mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, well, contrary to popular belief, Nintendo's more than just video games. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so, why you. Yeah. That. Yeah. So I mean, like, it's it's interesting, and the the concept that Microsoft's trying to gobble up the whole industry, like, no, they're not. Um, I think it's just one of those things where you know there was also a report of like how much it cost, like how much stu- companies told Microsoft it would cost for stuff to go on Game Pass. Um. And some of those numbers are, you know, are crazy. But again, if you do the math a different way, I could, I could make the case for it, but I could make numbers. I can make numbers work against my case or for my case too. Um, But people just, just don't forget like Microsoft's the number one corporation in the world. Yeah. (laughs) I think Uh, top three, at least Uh, like Amazon might be a little of them right now. Yeah. Um, You know, so they make a ton of money off Adobe. They make a ton of money off Windows. They make it, you know, like just in general. And is it is it bad for gaming for big corporations to continue to to gobble up the industry? Yeah, maybe. But we're already seeing struggles with Embracer doing it. Um, 
I think people forget how you know Walmart and Sam's Club are the same company, same parent company. I think people forget a lot about that stuff. Well, the movie um, industry is only Amazon run by owns five a ton companies. of stuff. Like, yeah, Amazon owns a ton of stuff. Google owns a ton of stuff. Um, and it's just kind of it's it's just kind of the way of the world. If these things are successful, then you know there's things that I could you know I could tell you like you know if you have a if you have a if, if you have a Ring doorbell on your front door, you're supporting Bezos. Some people don't realize that yeah. Amazon owns Ring. You know, they like, like there's a lot they were of things. Shark Tank, so yeah, and then they were purchased by Amazon. Right. You know, so they, I think there's a lot of things that people would be surprised about. I think if you saw if you got the same documents from other companies, I think you'd be flabbergasted what's in those documents. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Disney bought Fox somehow. Would you know, like, like yeah. it, that this happens? Um, just just recently watching the 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 Disney Corporation and and a Spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Fight. And hearing about like how many people, you know, how like how much Spectrum owns or, um, you know, in, in Spectrum and Charter and and all this stuff and how many households they're in and what and and what they hold control over and and all that stuff, it's crazy. Or like Hulu and I mean, you're seeing it now. Like the thank God the writer strike came to an agreement, um, but we're still six months behind schedule. And the minimum. actors aren't uh, off strike either. So. Right yeah so we're you know we're still behind on schedule like and i live in metro detroit like i mentioned earlier and the auto industry is on strike right now um you know so it's like you you drive a car that's made by either three u.s companies or two foreign companies like that's just the way of the world yeah um so it's it, i don't know if you think that the president of ford hasn't thought about calling gm and saying how much like i'm sorry you're yeah you might get laughed at or you might say some stupid number which i think activision said a stupid number and phil spencer's like cool i can do that and he's like wait what <laughs> you know so same thing with you know he's talking to bethesda whatever whether he's scared about starfield or not scared about starfield like how much and somebody in and, and um tim hines is like what are you talking about and spencer's like how much well, like, especially write a number down on a write a number down on a napkin, and he gives it to Spencer. He's like, "Okay, yeah, let's make a deal." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where you know people say in just everyday life, like the worst thing they can say is no. You know, yeah. especially when you're behind a big corporation, you have the money. Hell, PR has told us that. Yeah, ask it. Yeah, just ask. The it. worst I'll tell you is I can't. Yeah, I mean, don't be mad. You know? Best I'll tell. Best I'll tell you is yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like, like, especially when you're, you're Microsoft of just like, I guarantee, even if like Microsoft's like, you have 50 billion to play with. And then he's like, I offer Nintendo 50 billion. They said they'll do it for a hundred. Microsoft would be like, okay, yeah, let's fucking do mm -hmm. it. Like they, they wouldn't like hesitate to like up whatever offer though. There would be problems in terms of like, I don't know if Japan as a country would let Nintendo yeah. sell, but it would at a certain point it wouldn't matter, but there would be a fight uh for that right and and again this doesn't like i i feel like any of these acquisitions like i i'll say the same thing like this shouldn't affect sony like them them purchasing bungie shouldn't affect sony's profits like they used their profits from the previous years to pay for this microsoft has used their profits as a corporation not as xbox but as a corporation to pay for the activity well to pay for the bethesda person and to pay for the activity yeah. and there's purchase. also crazy things like, you can do with debts too so like yeah there, there's ways move money around yeah. and everything like that yeah so but that's how you see companies anyway go away, so. when they move debts around it's just like yeah we're just gonna drop yep. all of our debt into this company and then the company's gonna go away bed bath and beyond yeah <laughs> toys are us <laughs> twice uh, but yeah that's all that's all the news okay uh so amongst all of this over the last 10 or 12 days to our knowledge nothing has been delayed 
um and then playing and watching um i have not played anything oh, we took a week <laughs> off dude. come on i i i have scouts i have softball i have uh we're trying to go to cedar point as much as we can before the end of the uh, end of the season i have a child i got kids bro babe <laughs> so, i had to go to two after work social things last week and that's the only two things you have to do for the next 54 weeks. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I, there's really no particular reason. I sunk, I snuck, I sunk a significant amount of time in the sea of stars and I kind of just took a little bit of a break. Um, Bungie's I've been, I, you know, I've been playing a little bit of destiny here and there, but, uh, Bungie, the destiny two has been getting DDoSed for like the last 12 days, 14 days to where like the game is like unplayable like where they came out and said it's be done and also like something broke in crafting mechanics in the game and some guns were busted like auto rifles shooting grenade bullets um it was pretty nuts um but it, it work's been a little crazy uh you know coming out of inventory and then my sleep schedule was broken for a little while so i was kind of just down um and the next game that i wanted to play payday <laughs> Sounds like it's a hot fucking mess. <laughs> THQ Nordic, man. <laughs> um, thank God. Thank God I have Game Pass and I didn't buy Payday. <laughs> because, like, I'm sorry if you... I know a guy in our community bought Payday, man. He's friends. I'm friends with him on Facebook and he's going nuts. And then Sony won't give him a refund because he's over 14 days from the date of purchase and, and he he's it. downloaded it. Yep. yep. So, like, he it's bad. And I haven't even looked at it um so i you know i've got to check some of that stuff out and i'm also like this is end of september Oct end of october is rough i mean owen wants owen wants spider-man i want spider-man super mario wonder comes out on the same day owen wants that <laughs> I, i'll like to play that with owen um Man, it's so not even a financial it, thing it's a time yeah thing. yep so you know and then like <laughs> six weeks later it's like christmas shopping and thanksgiving and stuff and like like there's a lot going on man so um it, uh, i missed the writer strike like we talked about um angela and i have decided and we've been watching it i'm gonna get the names wrong if she's still awake she'll throw them in chat or whatever but uh we have gone back and um decided to rewatch. i think there's like eight seasons of it but um uh burn notice okay it was a it was a show that was on usa it's on hulu uh, uh now it's about a spy that's been you know blacklisted by the by the cia or whatever and he spends all his time in getting it back getting it back up um trying to work through his being burned yeah, um, i Campbell think it's a phenomenal show, show. Yeah. yeah i think it's a phenomenal show um i think it it you know it, it wrapped up really well i don't I, I remember bits and pieces how it wrapped up but again it's something that her and i are having on you know like in, and i can be putzing on my phone and we can be watching something together having a conversation while still watching the show since we know the gist of what's going on um i'll tell you what man the camera work in 2012 was ugly oh yeah especially uh, specifically <laughs> usa shows that was a usa show yeah uh yep. like all, all like, <laughs> like royal pains look terrible um, yeah <laughs> trying to think of other usa shows but they suits yeah. terrible camera work yeah, yeah all that I, that's why i couldn't suits watch has a lot been of doing USA really stuff. well on netflix lately yeah suits has been doing really well on netflix lately um so yeah that's kind of I'm, I'm i'm kind of in the in you know we're we're just kind of in the burn notice mode like we, i was like hey i i record in 40 minutes do you want to start watching an episode of burn notice we'll pause it we'll finish it tomorrow like that's uh, that's kind of how we feel with it we can watch 30 minutes pause it watch the rest of the episode be okay yeah. you know so it's just she's got a bunch of reading and schoolwork that she's been doing so um but yeah I, 
it's a month until it gets kind of crazy, so I got to find something to, to plug that with. I was hoping Payday would be that. I'm hoping maybe Payday becomes playable shortly. Um, hopefully, hopefully there's the an part, audience there yeah. once it does become playable. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to feel terrible if it's not because it's on my Game Pass. Yeah. So. Uh, for me, uh, because last week was a bunch of like work related stuff, uh, I didn't get a ton of time with Starfield at, like I wanted, but I have been playing Starfield here and there. Um, I think the the one problem I'm having with Starfield, like it is a Bethesda game, I like Bethesda style games, is I almost think it might be too big for its own good. Uh, and what I mean is, when you play like a Fallout, you play like a Elder Scrolls game. It's an open world. You know, there are buildings you go into, caves, dungeons you go into, and that's fine, like one load screen. But when you have like multiple different planets, you have different things inside the planets, it, it does feel like in order to do stuff and explore, you are having to do a lot of like load screens and uh, like just bouncing between areas just takes a lot longer. So it there's like a disconnect that I'm currently having with it in terms of just like, oh, I really want to explore, but exploring takes too damn long. Uh, cause there's, you know, you, you run around the planet, go through different buildings. That's a lot of work, bro. It, it feels like it. Uh, and then, you know, you hop in your ship and then you move off to like another planet, another yeah. area. And it just feels like, I don't know. It, it, I have a friend of mine that's on his third new game plus in that. Yeah. And, and I feel like it's just one of those things where like, he won't tell me cause he's afraid that I'm eventually going to play it, but he, there's some kind of hook when you complete something to do it again and then to do it again to like yeah, to, yeah, to that, do that, multiple new game pluses yeah yeah there, there's always, i haven't played fallouts so i don't know like their new game plus loop can be deadly for some people and it's one of those things where even though this isn't a franchise i, I still consider it a franchise because it you know plays yeah. like other bethesda games it's definitely one of those instances where i'm like oh the, does the franchise or this style of game just outgrow me uh in terms of what i want which is why i was able to go back yep. to fallout 3 and finish that relatively quickly um uh, and didn't even feel like i put the 30 hours that i put into it yeah. uh it i'm feeling every hour i'm putting into starfield and that's kind of turning me off and the thing that also i guess maybe this is i i have add now uh f099 is hitting way <laughs> harder for me than starfield is and dude I, just the music man mm-hmm. like <laughs> It, I I don't even know if I I don't even know if I can download it, but I feel like I just want to download it and like while I'm working around the house, just play that. Yeah, yeah. You have the music. You have several different like F Zero like inspired tracks, and I just enjoy it. I haven't won a game, but it hasn't That's stopped what me. Won, no, yeah, like okay. I barely finish in the top twenty most of the time. But okay. races don't take too long, uh, and yeah. it's just kind of a fun like gameplay loop. You know, you have the tracks. You do damage to other cars. Uh, you pick up like gold bits uh, as you like pick up from other cars, either by damage or damage you get from other cars. And then once you fill up your meter, you get like your own little rainbow bridge sort of thing that's above the track. So you can like shortcut through things. And that loop is just really fun. And I think it helps that, you know, matches or races don't take too long. It's like maybe like two minutes a race. And because it's a Nintendo 99 game, they were consistently getting games. You don't have to wait too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do have like the Grand Prix mode, which is like a best of five race uh, that if you, you know, like the, if you don't finish in a top 80 in race one, you're not going to make it into race two. And then, you know, it keeps cutting down uh, yeah. that way. Uh, it's phenomenal to me how many people have this uh, Nintendo online membership for tetris 99 for f099 I bet that's like, basically what mine is for because i i was addicted yeah. to tetris 99 like all their 99 yep. games have been really good uh yep. so and i think this one like 
I believe they did what Tetris 99. They did like the Mario 99. I think the Mario 99 one went away. Uh, but Tetris yeah. 99 is still around because it's so popular. I feel like there was like like there was like a Bomberman something for a little while, but I think that went away too. Uh, no, that was like a F Zero. Uh, that that's a separate Bomberman R. Uh, okay. But yeah, like this one will probably stick around, uh, like Tetris 99 did, because it's really addictive, and I could see it being really popular. Uh, to where it's just, I mean, F Zero games have always been good. Like you talked about, the soundtrack yeah. is, is is always fantastic. The the art style never dies like that. That art style mm-hmm. is fantastic. And then you can come- dude that could hold up now. They could release F zero now and it hold up fine. I, I'm waiting for them now to be like, <laughs> give me Mario Kart 99 now. Yeah. Like just do that somehow, some way. I don't care which Mario Kart it is. It could be the SNES Mario Kart for all I care. Hell, excite, excite bike 99. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, you know, they're, there's a lot they can do with this. And uh, that Donkey Kong versus Mario remake looks great too. Like, Oh, the I, I'm game, sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah, it reminds me of like Captain Toad's Adventures, but Donkey Kong versus Mario. Yeah, so like it's one of those things. Nintendo is so damn good at it, to where it's just like I look at Starfield, tens of millions of dollars, if not hundreds of million dollars, went into making yep. that game, and then F Zero is taking up my time more, and I'm more entertained yep. by that. Uh, well, everybody kind of freaked out when like Nintendo's like, oh, we're gonna test this mobile thing a little bit, and they. Put the damn mobile games on their Switch. Yeah, because said G- give me and they they put the mobile games on their Switch and said, you know what? Instead of you just buying a mobile game like Frogger for four dollars or two dollars, you're gonna give us thirty dollars a year to to subscribe a year yeah. to play this, and you and you're gonna like it. Yeah, because like right now, watch, Michael's Nintendo Online worth thirty dollars a year to you. Yeah, I think it's paid for itself this year based off the F zero ninety nine. Yeah. And the fact that you can find games and it's only available to Nintendo Online subscribers. You can't buy this game. And on the base tier, it's, too. Not the higher tiers. Yeah. It's on the base tier. Yeah. It, the fact of it, I, the, we'll never hear the number from Nintendo. They'll, they'll, but, like, their, their, their online service is fine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure people, like, resubscribed <laughs> because it's, it's of that zero nine. Healthy, healthy and fine. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's at a good price and point. I, I want that, and I want that Super Nintendo controller that's been out for two years. I didn't know about it until they said F-Zero existed. Yeah, they and they keep going in stock. They've been in and out of stock for like two years. Yeah. So uh, you might want to get it. I want one. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I've been doing, um, I've been messing with my PS3 again. Uh, this, I'm getting trophies that like I never got. So <laughs> when I get bored, it's over here. Like my, my, my PS3, it's, it's right here, dude. Uh, only Dave could see okay. it for a second. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I've been playing like the last guy. I forgot how crazy hard those trophies you were. Whip your phone out and take pictures every time you earn a trophy and tweet them. I yeah, I, I would have to because there's no share. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, playing some PS3 stuff uh, from time. Yeah. I I I have one trophy in Infamous Two that I never got, which is beat the game on hardcore mode. Which I know I beat the game on hardcore God. mode, but the tra- trophy never unlocked. So. I got to do a hardcore run of Infamous 2. How long is that game? I don't even remember. 15? Yeah, 12 to 15. Uh, I think if you don't care about side quests, you can finish it in like 8. So all I need to do is hit end credits with hardcore mode. So like it might be a weekend project for me. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to jump into our questions. He did put the he put the bat signal out for some questions. We got a couple of them. Um, One I'm going to have a little fun with Michael with. But... um, so uh, I think this one, I think you cut the name off on this one. I think oh. this is Robert Cartwright. Yes, it yeah. is. Um, what is Michael's current favorite sandwich? I'm curious about this because you actually go outside and go to work now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went outside for work at my other job too. I know. Um, yeah. 
So right now, uh, pop. Yeah, but okay. You go outside and go to work, and when you go on lunch, you have your lunch. I think around the same time every day. So it's not it's not dictated by if the store if it's busy or if it's slow or if you have enough coverage or don't have enough coverage. It's whenever I want to um, basically. Okay. Um and um you when you go on lunch cuz you're not really in retail anymore, you don't have this I don't want to state I don't want to talk to another customer service representative yeah, yeah. in any field. Mobile so. order is a beautiful beautiful thing. Yes. Uh, so currently my favorite sandwich is the Potbelly Rec sandwich or the Potbelly pizza sandwich both really good okay if you wanted to know what's on the rec sandwich i don't know it just has a lot of meat on it uh, various <laughs> meats are on there uh pop- how close is said pop belly to office um i don't want to give away that information but really fucking close <laughs> okay uh so super close there's a lot of pop bellies for the record but i get what you're yeah, saying yeah yeah uh five minute walk yeah 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 five 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 okay. minute walk so it, it, it's okay. one of those things where i'm just like it's so easy to order. I like 10 minutes before I know I'm going to lunch. I'm, I'm ordering that sandwich. <laughs> so it's ready for me and I don't have to interact with anybody. Uh, yeah. so yeah. Pop- walk in, sit on a shelf with the name on it, walk out. Yeah. And if it's not there, I'm just like, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, the wreck sandwich. Uh, I couldn't tell you what's okay. on it. I just know there's a bunch of meat on it. Extra mayo, right. lettuce, tomato. <laughs> oh, you're a bougie orderer for sandwiches you can't just order it like it's stock you have to make changes and customize pop belly's weird order. like you do have to add okay. your toppings uh to oh it. really yeah, okay yeah. yeah i haven't placed an order before i usually just go there and order the rare times that we do there's like three i think three pop bellies around us yeah so. yeah pop belly actually um, when you ask for the sandwich you go to the other part and they ask what your toppings are I, I feel like for me, like it just in general, like it's it's my go-to when I do want a sandwich is kind of turned into Jersey Mike's um, from a There's price standpoint. There's a lot more a Jersey Mike's standpoint. popped up around my neighborhood and also by work. Okay. So I might be switching yeah. to Jersey Mike soon. Um, but like I look at some places, man. I haven't like how much is your Rex sandwich there? It's like nine dollars, man. But usually, yeah. if I eat it, like I might message Sarah, like depending on how late I took it, I'm like I might be good for dinner today. <laughs> like yeah. Like if I take like a three so, o'clock lunch because sometimes work can't yeah. get that busy. I'm like Sarah, yeah. like I I'm good. Like yeah. <laughs> All right, and then he says, "Would you, would you, or have you bought a console just for a single game? I nearly did for Starfield, and I was talked out of it by another listener, Matt Lowe. Um, I just want to thank him publicly. <laughs> All right, so would you ever buy a console for one game? Um. <sighs> I feel like it always starts with one game, but then I try and justify yeah. it by looking at future releases. Uh, but definitely, like, I bought the PS2 for the Tony Hawk games. Like, I know I, know mm-hmm. I did that. I bought I bought a GameCube for Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah. Um, N64, I bought it for the wrestling game. Uh, I, mm-hmm. No Mercy. So, like, I've done it in the past before. Now, uh, though, since information's readily available, it's easier to be like, what games are coming out to justify that purchase? Yeah. Uh, but usually it starts with one game. My PS3, I bought that yeah. originally for uh, Heavenly Sword, and then I yeah. justified. But it. I did not. I did not have a GameCube until I heard about Wind Waker, and then I had to get a GameCube. Yeah, yeah. Legend of Zelda, Wind and Waker, and then you and probably I found other, other things yeah. on it. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, last question of the night, Stefan Wren. Do you think that Purdy is a top five quarterback playing today? And how far do you think that the Forty ers will go this year? Can you even who is Purdy? Um, apparently he's the quarterback for uh the 49ers, maybe. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Do you know his first name? Jake. I don't know. <laughs> close. Brock. That's not close, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it has a K in it. Yeah, um, sure. They're gonna go halfway. 
<laughs> no, I do not think that Brock Purdy is, is a top five quarterback games? in the NFL. Or is it 17, 17 now? 17 now. 17, okay, yeah. So. Um, I do think that the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the NFC. Um, so they they would be who I would – if you had asked me today, they are who I would predict to be in the Super Bowl um, from the NFC. But I do not think that Brock Purdy is a top five quarterback. Matter of fact, I think he is a bottom third quarterback in the league mm. he just has every single weapon he, around him is kind of ridiculous and he has a really good coach so, so it's a system um, team but yeah but, but it, it's a system team it, it's a system and he fits the system like he is the he is the prototypical quarterback that he wants but in order for you to be a top five quarterback in my opinion in the nfl i need to be able to put you on any team and see you improve that team and i do not think that brock purdy can do that so he's not so a full disclosure brady. michael well tom brady was drafted in the sixth round brock purdy was the last player drafted in the draft two years ago he is what the nfl calls mr irrelevant uh, as in the last player drafted um so he's already he is, had a great career <laughs> <laughs> um it, he has not lost currently michael he has not lost a game that he has started and finished uh, his name his, Brock Purdy just makes it seem like he would be the yeah. worst person in college. Um, yeah, yeah, he looks like he, went to, he looks like the worst. He went person. to Iowa State. That's so. already count, that counts against him. <laughs> so, but the the one game that he has started and lost, he did not finish because he got injured. So, um, so just full disclosure on that. So, yeah, his All right. picture says uh, I peaked in high school, uh, but whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's your thoughts on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? No, I'm kidding. Good for them. I hope they're happy. Uh, I didn't know who that guy was. He pops up in TikTok videos talking about football. And I'm like, why the fuck does TikTok think I like football? I'm a Taylor Swift fan, but I, I don't know who Kelsey is. one of the best tight ends in the NFL, just for the record. He's got a brother, right? His, His brother he, he won does. the Super Bowl. Jason plays with yeah, no, he Travis Kelsey's won the Super Bowl twice. He played against his brother last oh, okay. year and in the Eagles. He plays his brother's an offensive lineman for the Eagles. Okay, um, he's older. He's gonna he's getting ready to retire. His Travis Kelsey's jersey sales since Sunday have gone up four hundred percent. It's gonna be great when she breaks up with him, and then we see them like yeah. burn his jerseys because that's just tradition. They like when she breaks 20, up. And with I someone. know you don't. I know you don't like football, so this doesn't affect you at all. But twenty five and a half million people watch that team kick your Bears ass. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, uh, you say yours like I'm like oh I'm a Bears. It's like, I'm wearing orange right now, but this is for C2, not for the Bears. No, it's a bear shirt. Nobody can see that. Nobody can see what the logo is. You have a bear shirt on. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, hockey started, right? It's fish I twelve days until the the Bulls report to training camp. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks just got a lot better today, buddy. They did. They did. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, that's enough of that. Sorry. So, spotlight. Or I'm sorry. Um, socials at Digital Days Pod uh, on on Twitter. Michael is at the first MJC. I am at Good Dave Hunt. Uh, Facebook group is in the show notes. Discord server is in the show notes. Uh, the most popular Discord server current our channel in our Discord server is the collections thing. Hell yeah. Michael randomly puts Michael randomly posts his pictures in there and says, uh, "Don't judge me. I bought this for a dollar, or for five dollars, or whatever." Um, and then it, uh, Gray Ghost Tom is in there posting some stuff, and he travels they, for his job, and he's currently trying to yeah. complete all the 3D PS3 games. So we get he updates. travels periodically for yeah. his job. So um, he lives relatively in your vicinity by the way yeah so. yeah but we hit the same stores apparently because he'll be like oh i hit yeah. this one in brookfield i'm like i like that one in brookfield so 
Yeah. And then Palmer so, uh, just sits that, there in the shadows being like, I have better shit than both of you. <laughs> Look, I have a silver and blue one. He's like, I have a silver blue one together. You're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts talking about he wants to sell everything, or box everything up, and then he doesn't sell I'm anything. still asking for my, my, my I, I, staff dude, writer discount. He told me... And I don't even know when or when he how how, how up to date on this he is, but he's been promising me Destiny crap for like three and a half years. I'm just saying he has so much Destiny T-shirts and little collectible trinket stuff, and I'm like just throw it all in a box and name a price, man. Palmer, like, if any I, Kingdom I don't Hearts stuff just... you own goes on your eBay store before passing through me, I'm gonna be hurt. You have to speak really slow because he listens to the podcast at one and a half speed. So if you really want him to, you know, you have to slow Palmer, it down because otherwise we talk. Ben, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts shit to me. Uh, all right uh you can also join our facebook group discord like i mentioned and patreon is there also so please consider also, checking those ew, things 1. out 5 speed yeah yeah it's, that's apparently it's I, how he functions, i tried to so. do that and i i hated myself for, i think for, angela does it now too it's now nah. like i like audiobooks she does it on and i'm just like oh mm-hmm. my gosh it's like i feel like the one or two times i've tried it i feel like i'm listening to the micro machines band from the commercials yeah i i don't comprehend <laughs> things moving that fast that's why i've never been able to learn yeah. spanish um so yeah but check out those as always sharing the show following uh subscribing are all free uh you can do uh, any of those things to help us grow and to get other people to listen and share it with your friends and i hope everyone has a great week and we'll talk to you later keep moving forward don't be a dick see you